Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life with that TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, did that in a weird order, but we are the locker room guys. Welcome back. Uh, we went on a little bit of a hiatus, but of course with finals week, a lot of shit going on, big transition. Um, we haven't been, we've literally recorded, but with how busy we've been, I just forget to do shit. And then now here we are, but um, we'll make sure to get this episode out for you. Uh, we had Thomas on the other week. For a mascot strapped, we'll get that out too. Um, sometimes during the week, maybe guy day, drop a drop a draft on guy day might might be a new thing. But um, all right, let's get into the news though. Uh, college basketball, Lou. Um, I'll just have you start it off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not a lot. It's just like last time we talked about Mbako, he ended up going to Indiana. Uh, so that's five star a- committed to Duke, um, dropped out after. Who's coming back? Is it Filipowski? Yeah. 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 Once he came back, they're like, which makes sense. I mean, I'd do the same probably. I would, I mean, they, they and they already have so many guys. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just makes sense to really kind of back out, I guess. But, um, yeah, well, this is just or my bad. But yeah. uh, for Indiana, they're losing Trey Jackson Davis. And I'm losing, I'm assuming they're losing, um, who is it? The, their other big man, fuck. Trace Thompson. Yeah, Trace Thompson. I knew he was a Trace. But, uh, I mean, them getting Cleo Ware and now Mbako, well, I mean, that's kind of the best thing you could ask for. No, absolutely. I mean, again, he's – yeah, he's going to be a freak, like, athlete. So, Indiana – yeah, Indiana's going to be solid. I think they'll always be solid. Now I think they kind of got the that program turned around back to competing. So, obviously, getting him is huge. Um, other than that, just pretty much guys that are, that have entered the portal. No one really, no really big commits unless mm-hmm. I missed one, but. Well, um, um, since last week we like talked about Bronny and, um, Hunter Dickinson, we can kind of bring it up a bit here. Um, I thought we got Hunter Dickinson. Like we did in that episode that we didn't drop. Oh, we didn't shoot. You're right. I, yeah. for, I totally forgot about those. I, mean, I can pull those up, but. I let me just. I guess I can just go find that. But yeah, I was like Hunter Dickinson. Obviously, goes to Kansas, which is huge. You get your guy, like you get your big guy that Bill Self's always needed. Yeah, no, Hunter Dickinson came out and said like straight up, which can't even blame the guy. He's like, I can make six figures at Kansas. I can't make six figures at Michigan, and that's just how it is. So, and I mean, yeah. and you get to play for probably the best program in college basketball. I mean, considering the coach and like the tradition and all that shit, it's, yeah, I mean, it couldn't be a better fit for Hunter Dickinson. Just straight to the point. Like this is what he yeah, has like straight to the point is what I need. And he's a, was the best transfer in the like portal. So yeah, I mean, obviously it, going like don't get me wrong. He's like a generational dickhead last year and I absolutely hated him, but I kind of appreciate him doing that just because he's pretty much telling the university of Michigan, like, Hey, like, thank you. Like you couldn't really do nothing to like save me. Like, He's like, right. it would just, I mean, to give up that much money and opportunity to play another year in Michigan, just to probably go nowhere. I mean, it's just like, can't blame him. 
huge, yeah, huge uh, hat for uh, already going to be a good team. Can't Kansas, obviously, they do it every year. Um, the other one was, uh, I guess he doesn't committed still. Ron Holland is 50 50 on Texas, Arkansas. We kind of talked about that, but that's not really a big deal. He still can go back to Texas, though. So I just think at both places, he might have a tough time. Uh, I mean, he's the number what five around there. Um, he's up there, true in the nation. Like, so obviously, he'll get his minutes, but like, still, there's already like kind of designated like guys on both teams. Like at like kind of his like four right. role, so I don't know. It'll be at like I'm kind of surprised that he's down to those two schools, but I mean I'll fucking take him. I would think. I mean, like Arkansas just has so so much so many guys already, yeah. but obviously if you think you're good enough, you can get cracked starting live. You'd be a stud, but um, then sticking on Texas, A. Smith goes to Texas. Is a huge uh, addition for. For your Longhorns. Yeah, you know? I mean, Mad Max, that's fucking huge. Um, I was saying about this earlier. I didn't get to bring it up when we were recording this last time. Um, having Mad Max and Tyrese in our backcourt rather than two years ago when we had Cordy Ramey and um, fucking, what? He's already on the team last year. Marcus Carr. I would take. Oh, two years would, ago. Yeah, okay. that's what I said. Yeah. Um, okay. I would rather have the backcourt we have now than those two. I mean, that's my opinion, but I I think I just see way more potential out of this year's backcourt than it was two years ago. I agree. I, I agree with that. Well, and it's Absolutely. huge. It's huge to see too that um my boy Coach Terry is able to like you know get it done in the transfer portal. I mean, I know some guys transferred out, but like what team didn't have guys transferred out? And I mean, to get right. a guy like Max, I mean. I, I love it. No, a huge, uh, huge addition, obviously. Um, then last year, lastly, uh, Bronny, USC, uh, joining Kyler and Bugillis. So, I, I mean, I could – obviously, I think he's going to USC. I think that's pretty obvious with LeBron being in L.A. Like, it just makes sense. Yeah, um, I mean, it would be, like, Cinderella's story if, like, he went off of USC and then went to the NBA and, like, you know, played with his dad, you know, right off the bat, just boom, boom, boom. But, I mean, for how talented this USC team is, especially in the backcourt, I don't know. And then um, I'm going to be fucking cheering for USC, though. Frat Peterson's gone. I'm all in on USC. I hope they dominate in the Pac-12 this year, but it's all up in the air right now. Yeah, like, it's going to be Kyler and Boogie Ellis getting – get a majority of the points and the the ball in their hands, but Brownie's is such a good defender and a good spot up shooter. So I think he's going to fit in perfectly with that backcourt. Uh, and he's a bigger guy. Collier solid. won McDonald's game MVP, didn't he? Yeah. He was co-MVPs with right, um, yeah. someone with DJ Wagner. So, in um, the NBA. Oh, I just have a few things on college hoops if you were out, but. Um, yeah, I think that's what we had. That's why I like. And then I had just a bunch of guys that entered the portal recently that right, are yep. pretty big. So, I mean, I can do that. Is yeah. that all for, like, other than that part? Yeah, for last show, yeah. Yeah, just Ernest Uday enters the portal. Obviously, there's a reason. Hunter Dickinson's coming in. He's going to be playing another bench role. And he's a, he was a highly recruited freshman last year. So you think, like, in his mind, like, come as a freshman – Sit behind some some good bigs or like better bigs, obviously. But then sophomore year comes around, maybe and step up your role. But in, 
he's probably losing minutes, honestly, because Dickinson's going to take even more than um, what like KJ Adams took from him. Yeah, I don't know if you have the twenty four seven up, but he's a four star transfer yeah, rating, it. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, obviously, yeah, he, he's good. Like he's very good. I thought he played really well last year when he won the game, but we kind of got to talk about how. I think the only player, the only coach in the country that's successful at getting depth is Musselman. I mean, you know, can you imagine how hard it is to get depth in college basketball? That's like insane. Like I Uday, obviously he had to leave. Like you have like maybe the best center in college basketball in front of you, but like I, I mean, every team like it's just gonna be so hard yeah. to have depth and because no one wants to like no everyone's to be a starter and then it, this day and age when you can transfer wherever you want you're gonna get the hell out of there when you're not yeah i'm just giving props to muscleman right now i mean for sure. putting together yeah. two lineups in a row where you can go like 10 deep easily like it's crazy and you got one of the mitchells back like guys come back it's just crazy what he's doing um julian phillips enters the portal that's gonna be a big gift for someone i mean he's he's good he's athletic he he can play he's no bum like he's not one of those freshmen that came in and just was athletic that wasn't his job. Like he was, he can play. Yeah, um, he reminds me like a lot of like Dylan Mitchell, but probably better. But I mean, it's like the whole offensive thing. But at the same time, it's like nobody on that Tennessee team really get it going offensively. So I mean, it'll be fun to see him in like a bigger role. Oh, absolutely. I think I, I wonder where he's gonna go. I wonder if there's a. They don't really have like crystal ball and stuff for these. Yeah. Um guys that just entered so who knows where the hell he'll go uh the biggest one though i think is arthur kaluma <laughs> in the portal portal like he's such a i think like he's he was supposed to be like a lottery pick coming into this year like he came yeah. back for his sophomore year and he used to be like i'm he's gonna be a lottery pick the next year not necessarily a guy that's gonna score the ball but just defend and rebound and he just wasn't really that didn't really live up to that potential well what they're comparing him to was draymond green but with like a somewhat reliable jumper like more reliable than draymond and like he would yeah. fit perfect in like an nba scheme like kind of like three and d maybe like because they were saying like how much he improved his outside shooting which i mean he could do time to time but obviously being on that starting five which was one of the most talented in the country his role was like obviously not as big and i mean if he goes to school or his Rolls big, bigger than I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see kind of what really how it shakes out. But um, your boy Lance Ware is also entering the portal, but who cares, right? Yeah, he'll probably get go to out. Georgia or something. Get him out of there. The big one is Alan Flame again, though. Entering, I, that's gonna be a big get for someone because I think he's a fifth year, maybe. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's a fifth year. Maybe he's going to be a fourth year senior. He's five. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obviously, he, he was really good before his injury. And obviously, he comes back mm -hmm. second year out of that injury. You're going to be even better. And he's already a stud. So, you're going to get veteran uh, leadership and a very good basketball player. Average like 14 before. Yeah. He's like 14 a game before his. Street Cooper that year. Yeah. Um, I think that's really it for like the big ones, though. I mean, that's all really I had. Um, uh, the, that big guy for uh, UCLA is transferring, and I did not like him. Oh, Bono, or Bono, or whatever, something like that. Uh, no, not Bono. The um other guy with the dreads. He looks like Lance Ware. Um, 
shit, I forget his yeah, name. Etn. Oh, Ma- okay, Mac yeah. Etn. He's a he. He wasn't very good. Demarco Dunn leaving North Carolina. He's another guy. North Carolina always gets these guys that are just like supposed to be really good out of college, and they just like don't play. Like Seventh Woods is one of them. Um, Demarco Dunn. Oh, this last guy, the Seth Towns that's going leaving Ohio State. He's played since he was in since 2016. He was like the biggest. He was like the biggest portal on there because he came from Harvard. Yeah, it was out of Harvard. He went to Harvard, but he got injured three years of his college. Like, so he's been out now. How many times with like medical redshirt? I guess and it's crazy. 2016, ridiculous. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're gonna bring this up, but or yeah, duh, I fucking forgot. But uh, Jeremy Roach is back. Which I mean, whatever. Oh yep. Better I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, and then that's uh, like perfect. It, it's similar to that, like um, Trey Jones coming back, like for that extra year, even though that they their team kind of was shit that year. He came back, but <clears throat> feels like yeah, you get that guy that probably could have left, but he comes back for a little better and point guard run that team. They almost have too many guards now. Though. He'll play though. Roach is a dog. Backcourt's packed there. Um, and then Roach is. Uh, Bob Huggins suspended three games and one million dollars. Uh, contract is now year to year instead of that came out. Yeah, instead of um all of his years guaranteed, um he's getting just a year to year contract now, which I imagine he'll make it to the end of his contract. But if you haven't heard what he said, uh, look it up. Um, if we would have posted last week's podcast, uh, Luke. Didn't really come to the table with enough evidence to really support his point, but um, we thought he called. We thought he called. Um, I had the wrong word. Yeah, we thought he called Xavier one thing when really he called him a different thing. But he said the yeah, F word. Yeah, by the wrong word. He said the F word and not the F word that we usually say on this show. So yeah, so there you go. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. I think that's it for college basketball, right? Yep. NBA. Um, live look at every stats right now. What is he at? 28, 19, 12, and shooting 76%. Everybody's saying AD was going to be able to guard him, like stop him. He has a triple You're double. You're not going to stop him. Yeah, but everybody was saying like that was the big thing. He has a triple double, and the third quarter's not even done. Yeah, yeah but it's I... not like people didn't think like Jokic was going to get his. I know. I'm just no saying. one ever said that. Coin, uh, Jokic, Jokic had 20 and 18, I think, at half. Yeah, he's got twenty eight and nineteen right now. Yeah, he's but no, no one, no one said they would shut him down completely. Like that's just a dumb take. If you did, just wait till eighty. Eighty has these games. Eighty will lock in. I guarantee it. Yeah, eighty had uh, three blocks, but at, at half. But... Yeah, yeah. So eighty's eighty. How much? Brown's got nineteen. All right. Well, no assists. Okay. Yeah. Um. Every series is done now, like from the quarterfinals or whatever. Elite eight. Uh, the elite eight. That's what we like to call it on this podcast. But Nuggets obviously beat the Suns in six. And pretty much after the Suns got two, it was just like, all right, let's take care of business and get the hell out of here and on to the next for the Nuggets because they're just a way better team. It's just as simple as that. Lakers beat Warriors. Same situation. They just kind of like, all right, let's stop messing around and speed these guys. Warriors got one, and then and I was wrong. I was like, Lakers are going to win this next one. No, LeBron's not going to mess around. Just one game off. 
Lakers come in and kick the shit out of them that last game. I'm pretty sure it was bad. That was bad game. Everybody thought the Warriors were last year Warriors. Warriors last year were ten times better. The Warriors this year weren't even that good. Like but the same wise. team. Like the Kings were like a young new team to beat them. Yeah, and then you look at like how the Lakers were playing. It wasn't that much of a surprise. Well, like Curry, yeah. Curry looked human. Jordan Poole looked fucking terrible, and then Clay Thompson also was just like it. Just he's horrible. He he's just horrible. wasn't a factor at all. So I mean, it's just like anything the Warriors could really like rely on on last year's team. It just wasn't there this year. Like, Clay went three of nineteen. Yeah, exactly. It's, from the field, last like we, quit. We bet on Clay Thompson game six. I, you know, obviously, Clay Day game six. Clay it was like one of the worst performances I've ever seen in my life. He thinks he still is like prime clay and he can take these shots that prime clay would take, but he can't. And someone made a good point. Like he used to be able to take those shots because he could make up for them defensive end and get a stop after like he took a tough shot and misses. He can't even get stops anymore because he's not that quick anymore. So it's just, he's just not the same player at all. Uh, let's go around the horn. Um, team clay or team Draymond. I'm, I'm team Draymond. You need Draymond back. Yeah. Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr said it. Yeah, he said without without Draymond without Draymond next year we're not championship contenders. Yep, I absolutely. They, I think it's one more go around and they blow it up. I'd I'd start I'd start. I wouldn't go one more go around. Like so Clay is so bad. It's so hard to get rid of one of them though. Like you'd rather get rid of two of them because then like it's not like I get rid of one. You know what I mean? It's a business, Logan. Yeah. Well, like Lou, you're talking last year after the finals. If you- about how their core is like, I mean, not their core, but like all these young pieces coming up, like the Warriors could still be so deadly, but there really wasn't any improvement at all between how they played last year and now, and especially with Jordan Poole being like the leader of like that young group, not like leader, you know, vocal or anything, but just best player out of that young group. And he declined so much. It's just what the fuck happened. Yeah. And I think like you got like, the thing is, with running it back, you're just wasting another – the rare years you have left with Curry. Running it back is not going to do shit. You think you're going to win a championship if you run it back? No shot. Like, there's, they're not. So, you're wasting time. Like, Curry probably has, like, what, four or five? Four, five, four or five is, like, generous, really good years left where he can be the leader and the go-to guy on a championship team, I think. Like, I don't know. Obviously, to carry someone. So – if you waste another year trying to run it back with this same team, one last hoorah, it's just pointless. You're wasting years you have with Curry left. What's Clay's contract though? I don't know, but get rid of it. Because Draymond, I would Draymond has an opt-out option. Draymond's opt-out, and you pull, you can get rid of Poole at the time, but but if you get rid of Clay, I think Poole's just gonna be that much better. Yeah, but Jordan Poole had a good season. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's had bad playoffs. Yeah, that I heard Coin say that. I'm like, yeah, I should have made that point. But yeah, but he had a horrible playoffs, which is fair. Fair statement. Yeah. Um. Then it's uh the Heat handled the Knicks. I mean, is there any surprise the Knicks just aren't? They just weren't that good of a team. Jalen Brunson gave everything he had, literally everything. He played every minute the game before, and then he played all but three in the next game, and he was the only one that could score the ball. Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, just I mean, they're not good. They need to change something there. They're never getting over the hump. They have their guy, it's Jalen Brunson. They just don't have anything else. Julius Randle's not the answer. Julius Randle's a lazy piece of shit. He's oh, he does two things. One, he's the best player in the league, or he's just the worst player in the league. 
Well, and like RJ Barrett is, is he like their third option? I mean, I I don't really give a fuck about the Knicks. I think so. I mean, that's so admirable, but yeah, that's just horrible. Uh, I like RJ Barrett, but yeah. For our college basketball fans, shout out the goat Eric Spolstra for just shouting out Villanova as a school. I mean, he's just talking about all these you know scrappy dudes who chip on their shoulder, just play fucking hard, and Brunson, he's a kind of ringleader of them all. Like Spolstra had to say he's like yeah at the beginning of the series went up to Kyle Lowry like hey remember like you're the one that started this like go go get him but it didn't fucking matter but I mean still at the end of the day he wins so yeah that's mm-hmm. still the greatest uh basketball coach in NBA it's, history it's crazy it's crazy that uh the Heat were really losing to the Bulls with like three minutes left in that last playing game and Jimmy had an end run could have been us if that was that close you guys would have got waxed by the Bucks. No, we we know how to play against them too well. <laughs> um, uh, next to then Celtics. Um, God, that game was just Celtics Sixers. Sixer, you got like you have your game six is coming home like to Philly. Like you have a chance to knock them out. You're done because you don't want to go seven, especially going on the road. Like anything can happen in game seven. It's one game, so like shit happens. This is one game. You had two games to beat them. Finally, get over the hump, and they just couldn't do it. They just completely melted down. They scored eighty points, and like I think they scored eighty again. So it's like blow it up. They are. I think they are with Doc and like James Harden's gonna leave and everything. But credit to the Celtics, getting it done. Jason Tatum was horrible in that game six until the third until the fourth quarter, which wouldn't matter. But maybe you should maybe play good the whole game. You don't need him that to do that. And then he had 51 in the championship game, in the game seven. So great, great win for the Celtics. I mean, they should have beat them, I feel like. But before that. Uh, Logan, tell us why the Celtics are the balls. Because Jason Tatum is now going to just go on unconscious after that game. Like he's this series, he's going to just go on a tear. I'm telling you, that whole series is a fluke. Like game seven just proved how much better we are in the Sixers. Screw the Sixers. Tatum had a whole bad series the whole series until finally the last two games. He finally, fourth quarter, then the whole game he drops 51. I'm not worried about the Heat. I think we'll win in six games, though. It's going to be more games than people think. But I, and then Nuggets right now are going to be up 1 0, and I think we're going to beat the Nuggets in six. So Celtics are going to win it all. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll talk about Philly a little bit. Uh, hold up, wait a minute. Thought that I was finished. Yeah, you are finished, Philadelphia. It's every sport. <laughs> it's fucking everything. Um, Joel Embiid and James Harden are just players that I firmly believe, I don't even think it's a hot take at this point, will never win an NBA championship. I look at Jason Tatum being 24, 25 years old, whatever he is, and doing the things that he's been doing. I mean, he's been to what, like three or four conference finals? What is it? Three, I think, now. So yeah, I mean. Three, he played like um... It's just, like, I can look at Jason Tatum and be like, yeah, that'll be a championship-winning, like, player. But, like, looking at Embiid and Harden, it's like, there's just, I mean, well, the the combo of the Celtics, like, having Jalen Brown and um, Jason Tatum, like, I just think that's that's who's just, I should have fucking, I don't know, the odds were probably for the Celtics anyway, but, like, that should have been, like, obvious. Like, the Celtics, they're just... Yeah, better than Sixers. They like the thing with Harden is like he's been 
game seven with James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Doc Rivers, like, what do you expect? You yeah. expect them to lay an egg, and they did. Scott Foster. Like, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but it's like, James, Joel Embiid, like, you won the MVP, and this is how you come out in the game seven? Like, that's embarrassing. You had 15 points, two points in the second half. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? I know for a fact Jokic would never let that happen. Talk like, he, now, yeah. it's just ridiculous how bad he played, and he just, like, wasn't a part of the game. And he's going against Al Horford. And, like, Robert, Robert Williams is – Robert Williams is a – he's a good shot blocker, not necessarily, like, a defender. He didn't even guard him. It's just stupid. Yeah, he like, didn't even put Robert Williams on him. We had Marcus Smart guard him for, like, five minutes. No, I don't like Joel Embiid, really. I mean, I don't mind him, but when he puts up a performance like this after – like, two day, two games after you win the MVP is just embarrassing and ridiculous. I, I get the Sixers – and Doc Rivers, he got fired good. Like, he deserved to be fired. What? He couldn't get over that. He couldn't get to the, he couldn't get to a conference finals game. But anyways, let's talk first of all before we get to like this these next series. What's up with all like these good coaches getting fired? I absolutely hate it. I understand why Doc Rivers got fired. That makes sense. I mean, he just can't get over the hump. You need to change the scenery. You need to do something. But uh, James Martin, Harden also called him out. Like apparently, James Harden, like I know he said something about he might come back if Doc. Yeah, he said he wouldn't come back if Doc's coaching, and, and yeah, he just can't play for him. Yeah, and then like Monty Williams getting fired, I think is the dumbest thing ever. What Crazy. Did, what did you want him to do? They had one of the better records in the NBA. I kind like they're up there. They were the one seed last year, were they not? Yeah, they were the ones. They lost to Dallas, obviously. They're the one seed last year. Then you trade everyone and go for KD. KD played eight regular season games for you after the trade deadline. So you're playing with. Just Devin Booker. That's it. And they made it kind of competitive against Denver. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I they, think... they, took, they took the number one seed to six. And, I mean, it, the year before, or uh, was it two years before they were in the championship? Like, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. I don't know why you blow it up. It's just. You, you have another year with KD coming in, too. And you get a full year with KD. Exactly. That's what yeah. I if it was like if they just if they didn't have KD, I can see like oh maybe we just restart a little not like restart but like get something new. You have a whole another year with KD. It's like give him another chance. And it's and like so Nick Nurse kind of I think is stupid too because you win a championship with Kawhi and a very good team, and then you lose Kawhi and he keeps you contenders. Like he keeps them right in the mix, and it just doesn't make sense. Not contenders, but in the mix maybe a superstar away from being right back at the top and they fire him. I think he's a really good coach. That's, I think that's dumb, but that's the NBA, I guess. And then Budenholzer, the thing with Budenholzer is he was probably going to get fired if they didn't win a championship when they did. And you could, if KD's foot's a little bit back, they do, they end up losing that game and he's getting fired. Or Kyrie does get hurt. So they win that. I'm saying KD makes that shot. It's over. Oh yeah. That was seven. So, I'm just like, I wouldn't kind of make sense, I guess, in the way he collapsed. But I don't think Nick Nurse and Monty Williams deserve to get fired. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I just weird to think. Like, it, the NBA is like a player's league. Like, I wonder if it's just like impatient, like management or what, or if it's like the players just like agree with the situation going on. I have no fucking idea. But NBA coaches... They're on the hottest seat compared to any other sport. It's fucking crazy. It's insane how like, you have no room for error 
in it the is NBA. Like, what no you have done for me lately and nothing else but that. And it's ridiculous. Like, the only person that's getting, like, Pop is getting there because just he's Pop makes sense. And then, like, Spolstra, just because he had that run. And I think Pat, I think Pat Riley is an actual good GM and he knows, like, okay, we don't take this for granted. Like, don't be greedy. You have a decent, like, a good thing going. So let's keep it. And then Steve Kerr, I think, like, those are the three safe, only safe jobs you, in the league. It's ridiculous. Joe Mazzula. No, he's probably, he'll probably get fired if he loses his next game, this I, next I series. I wouldn't be mad if he did. Anyways, next series, Lakers, Denver playing right now. Score what is whatever it is. Does not going to matter when it comes out. 108 to 100? Yeah. Damn. Lakers are coming back. We got a game. A we can finish game. that at the end of this podcast. But I think Lakers win. I put Lakers in six. I just, I think, I know Jokic's having a good game tonight, but I think you can attack him so much on defense. Just say it, LeBron. Like LeBron and <laughs> there's no way you can – like LeBron and AD and like a – like how is Jokic going to guard that, I think, in a seven-game series? But obviously they win tonight. They take one that they should. But I like think Lakers in six or seven. What about you, Joe? Um, So I think – yeah, I mean, I really like your take. Um, what I really have been just kind of relying on is J.J. Redick. Uh, J.J. Redick went on like a 10-minute spiel about how the Lakers in just so many categories are just the worst matchup that Nuggets could ever have um, in this right. Western Conference Finals. And, um, and, I mean, he really convinced me to take the Lakers here. And that's coming from J.J. Redick, who was like the biggest Jokic stand like ever this whole season. He's been pushing for him to win MVP. And, um, yeah, I like it. It's just with the Lakers, it's like we just never know who that third guy is going to be, and it fucking You're right. it pisses me off. But, I mean, even if LeBron or AD, like, don't show up on the stat sheet, like, they're just going to catch all the flack for it. When, I mean, in today's game, I mean, I don't know what the stat sheet looks like, but just watching the first half, like, they had, like, no help at all, it seemed like. And, I mean, so that sucks. And, People are just rude and raving about this fucking elevation in Denver. I mean, I don't know how much of a competitive advantage it is because Denver's never been, like, even when they, like, were competitive, like, any year they were competitive, it, like, never really mattered. So, and, like, the better team always came out on top. So, I have, I don't know. But right. I, I think they have been so good at home this year. Yeah, and especially Jokic. Jokic at home, he's just a different fucking human. Yeah. Um, Lakers have been really good at home as well. I don't think either of teams lost a home game this playoffs. What no. sucks for so. me, like with that whole J.J. Redick thing, he was talking about how the Lakers, they run tons of drop coverage, and they're unbelievable at it because they have Anthony Davis, you know, down there. And But today, there was like a, a couple plays where Jamal Murray is just getting a screen, and he's dancing around a screen midi. Uh, Whitey was talking about it today. Jamal Murray from mid-range is just fucking, like, all, damn near automatic, and he's just hitting everything. It's like, well, shit, you know, like, they don't have an answer for that. That's, like, kind of interesting, but I don't know. I'll let you guys take it away. Yeah, and, like, like right now, like, the thing is with that, it's game one. You make adjustments. Yeah, so, yep, definitely. Which I'm not – yeah, there's no – makes sense. Like, right now, yeah, he's getting there. They're going to keep doing their drop covers, what they know. But they'll make adjustments. Like, that's just how the NBA is. That's like, 
that's why in like the NBA, it's crazy what a game one to game two like swing can be, just because the tons of adjustments are made. So it's like and kind of a quick turnaround too for the Lakers. So yeah, well they just had it where um, Jokic is on the ground. Porter came running over out of nowhere to guard him because because you, you can't, can't guard he can't guard anything. Like you, and it's, it's LeBron. Like LeBron going downhill on Jokic, like it's just one step and create and everything. Yeah, so like they had to have Porter come running over to help on it. But but what what do you what do you think you at Denver and you said it already? I want I, it'd be better to beat the Lakers. It'd be more it'd be cooler to beat the Lakers. But I think Denver's gonna win in seven or six. Yeah, and then Celtics Heat. I think uh, Celtics handle business. I still think the Heat are good. I think they're worse than they are last year than they were last year. They just had a really easy path. You beat the Bucks, which obviously tough, but then you play the Knicks like in the game two. I don't think that's very tough at all. Then, Giannis getting hurt, and too. then and Giannis, yeah, Giannis got hurt and stuff, banged up playing. So I just think the Celtics are a way better team. That's I can the- see Spolster just out coaching Missoula for maybe getting a couple wins, but I don't think it's gonna. At the end of the day, the players play, and I think uh, Celtics take it in six as well. That's another thing with Budenholzer though. It's like last year. Middleton didn't play against the Celtics, and then this year, Giannis got hurt. Like, it was injuries too that ran in his way too. It wasn't like yeah, Giannis played though. Yeah, he did play. But like last year, if Middleton played that whole series against the Celtics, we might not even win that. We're right. seven without Middleton playing. Right. So I mean, he had injuries. You can't win though. But you always say Celtics. Joey, what do you got? Celtics. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to go Celtics, and I, I mean, you were kind of talking earlier about I think Coin was about how. It probably will go more games than what people expect, but I I don't know. I don't like the Heat really at all, and I could see, I could see the Celtics taking care of business as soon as five. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. Fuck it, why not? But yeah, I mean, I I just don't think they're a comparable team. I mean, I get it. The Heat they've kind of been through the ringer in this playoffs, and uh, I guess maybe not the Knicks, but uh, Bucks first round. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's just two different tiers of teams. Like credit to the Heat, of course. Like getting back here is super impressive, but I don't know. I I like the Celtics. Yeah, and then championship. I guess we'll just get to when it when the series are over. Yeah, but it looks like the Denver should handle this one. So game one in Denver, but they should win game one. So it's yeah. like you can't really overreact. Up fourteen seven minutes. So. I guess we're running out of time. I kind of want to talk a little bit about the lottery. So Yeah, I think we have Come time. Back. I mean, there's not much to talk about the lottery. But. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So the lottery, San Antonio gets number one pick. Kind of sucks that they get the number one pick. I feel like, like, Wembenyama, you'd think want to go some, you'd want him to play somewhere else. But Them big old women down there are going to love him. But uh, somebody made a big, a great point. I think it was Jay Billis. He's like... The thing is, like, when Tim Duncan was, like, the contestant's number one pick, goes to San Antonio, like, look what happened. Then, like, LeBron going to right. Cleveland. Like, there's been, like, multiple times where there's been, like, a pick that goes to, like, a low market and people are like, oh, fuck, I don't want to watch him play there. Like, Shaq to fucking Orlando. It's like, at the end of the day, they're a star player, and if they win, like, you're not going to care, like, what team they market. are. So, and, uh... Like Pop's gonna stay around for a couple of years. They already had the best player development probably ever. Yeah. So Pop, you Pop a few years with him. Yeah. Um, Charlotte too. That's pretty big. You get screwed at two with a uh, pairing with Melo. Portland getting three is big. Like they can get a guy to compliment uh 
Damn, if they would have got the one pick, that would have been crazy. Uh, yeah, and then Houston dropped to no, four. Hold on, Luke. That would have paid off so much for Dame. Just like, well, it, saying Webb and Yana is, you know, who's going to turn out to be. But, like, Dame just, like, sticking through it all. Just being like, no, I'm fucking staying in Denver. Right. And they get the number one. He's like, oh, my God, thank God. I had no chance. <laughs> he's get, he's going to get something. And then Houston and Detroit dropped to 4-5. They were all tied with that first pick. And they dropped to 4-5. Pacers, Wizards, Jazz, Mavs. Magic could have been the Bulls. Yeah, it could have been. Thunder, Raptors, and Pelicans. That's pretty how much how it shares, squares out. Interesting to see mock drafts now that it's out because now you know what teams are going to be where and so who needs who. Yeah, I just kind of want to talk about the biggest losers, though. I mean, Pistons dropping to five. Absolutely. Magic in six. Pacers are pretty bad. I mean, seven. Wizards at eight. Like, it's just you, those Pistons. Teams, Pistons wanted that one. They were right there. Exactly. Like yeah. at least the top three. It should have been Spurs, Pistons, um, Rockets, all the same odds as one, two, three. And now they dropped to five, six. Oh, did you see the future? Did you see the Spurs GM's reaction to getting the number one? No. He saw the Hornets like card go up and he just smacks the table and goes, Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, that's all really. But for, yeah. Uh, I'll end the Zoom call then. I mean, there's just a few more things, but we'll wrap that up. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, did you? I just had the. Um, I didn't really have anything. Like. Oh, left in NBA. I have one thing. Um. Yeah. So John Morant confirmed from O Block. Um, he's so. Oh yes. Do not mess with that guy. If you see him in the streets. Keep your eyes down. Um, he'll take your lunch money. He'll give you swirly. He's just the meanest man alive. But look out. I mean, man, he's he's him. Yeah, and I was telling uh, Logan this. I think Skip and Shannon were talking about it. And Skip was going through everything he's done since he's been in the league. And he's been in the league, what, four, three, four years now? Started with that finish line incident where his mom was in a little thing, didn't like how the workers were doing. We're treating her, and he comes with eight and nine friends threatening to beat his ass. Stupid, stupid. And then they go to the parking lot after, threatens the security guard, too, and then the kid again, like, I know, I'm going to find out what time you get off. Stupid stuff like that. Um, He went to his little sister's, like, volleyball game or something because a kid was chirping at his, or a, a girl, another girl in the stands was chirping at his, his sister, went into the stands and broke the girl's phone. And then you have this gun situation, two gun situations. Um, I'm missing one, but like, the kid. Sl- yeah, beat the shit. Out. Oh, punched a kid on the in the just for a pickup basketball game, and showed him his gun. Have you watched? You're the, uh, you're John Morant. Why are you letting this little kid like this kid get in your head? You watched the. Um, like I'm in the NBA, dude. Just cook his ass. The cops body cam footage of like interviewing a guy. It was just like it was like it was like he was like trying to check up in basketball and he like set the ball on the ground. I mean Job picked it up and like threw it at him, then he got it again, he set it back on the ground. And the it happens kicked, all the time. The kid kicked it at his feet or something and goes, like looks at Ja looks at all his friends and goes, Should I punch him? And the kid's like, do it. Like Do it. Then, I I'd want to get hit by an NBA player. 
player. And then the kid just their up, ass. The kid ended up actually getting hit. The kid goes, we were playing basketball, and they said be competitive. Like we're just playing basketball. We're playing pickup basketball. You're, it's going to be competitive. And then Ja punched him. <laughs> He's an idiot. And He's that so- that interview we had with uh, what's her name? I forget. I don't know her name, but he was saying oh, all this stuff. He's going to change. He's got to reevaluate who his friends are. Nothing changed. Nah. Literally nothing. He doesn't care. That's the that's the biggest thing people are taking from it. They're all like, he just doesn't care that he's doing this. It, ha- it happens once, and yeah, he goes on and he says like, oh, so like, yeah, I need to change. I need to be better. I'm getting help. Blah blah blah. He does not care at all. Um, I mean, I don't do nearly like the shit that John does, but thank God, like, I don't hang around friends who just go on Instagram live for 150 people. Like, <laughs> I mean, literally, that's so funny too. Like, his friend is. On Instagram Live with only 150 viewers on it, and they're just turning up in the car, broad daylight. Ja just pulls out a blick. And Ja, you and your friends, I respect you a lot. Please don't shoot me. Shoot Luke and Logan because they're the ones talking crap right now. I'm just uh I'm I'm just saying what um Luke I'm just rebuttaling what Luke said, but um yeah, uh please um don't don't hurt me. Oh Joe, you really saved yourself there. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of uh, someone came out and said like a bunch of gms too or a bunch of people in the league think that he should be suspended for a year teach him a lesson yeah like really like the the one thing i do have to say i feel like flashing a gun isn't like worth a suspension for a year you know maybe i'm wrong yeah they're just like turning up in the car but it it's everything else he's done on top of it yeah, I mean, it's like Draymond. It's like Draymond when he gets a tech, you know, just a normal tech, and then they're like, "Well, shit, he's done this shit before." Like, that's up. Right. So, right. That's the thing. That's what really it like gets. Like, okay, this guy's got to figure it out. Maybe a suspension for a year will wake his ass up. Like Meek Mill was on. A- Meek Mill was on probation for drugs, and then he was just doing wheelies on his four wheeler in the streets of Philly, and they arrested him for like a year. So, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing. <laughs> yeah i mean he thinks it is memphis is like a mess right now oh ever it's since they killed bro. ever ever since they killed Dolph, memphis has just been gone down the shitter and it's, it's not they, even that they it lose goes, imani bates it, like it goes to college mikey williams yes decides to get his hands on a gun um james wiseman gets suspended or gets saying he can't play the whole year memphis is just getting hit Hard. FAU lost my hurt him too. Hard. They had that game. It's it sucks. Um, all right. Do you have any more headlines? I have a couple. Um I not an NBA. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can move to the next sport. Um I had college football. Oh yeah. The number one prospect next year. Dylan Raiola commits to decommits from Ohio State and goes to Georgia. And Nebraska, you thought you were getting him? Like, shut, <laughs> come on. Will Compton, you you had no shot. Zero shot. Of- like, Will Compton, you can't even get mad at him because he's just so for the boys. Like, No, I just, love Will Compton. Yeah, he's wrong. just like, he just, love him. he just, whatever, whatever, like, his friends will benefit them or whatever. He's just all for it, and he, like, believes in it. You'll say it till it happens, and it just, yeah. Once again. Taylor Wan goes, realistically, let's go through the schedule. What's your record? That's what do you have him at, like 10 and 2 or something like that? Yeah. It was like ridiculous what his record is. But as a fan, 
a football fan, Absol- your, team, your team has to be winning double digit games. Absolutely, but jeepers. I can tell you what, though. Stetson Bennett is going to be 10 times the college football player this fucker is. Oh, yeah. Stetson Bennett's going to have statues. He's going to be in the Georgia Hall of Fame. He should be in the college football Hall of Fame already. Um, He's a legend off the field, just like boozing with the boys. Like He's a fucking Stetson Bennett. He's just a winner. This Royola guy is going to be like, ah, we got to make it to the league. Let's try to put up all these yards. No. When the lights shine brightest. Give me fucking Stetson Bennett. When the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, game on the line, give me Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, absolutely. No, no question. How did he not graduate? Yeah, so interesting, <laughs> interesting take there, but ultimate football guy move. How did he not graduate? No. You don't. You don't go to school to play to play books. You don't go to school to play studying. You go to school to play football. You were there for six years. You think you graduate, right? Well, he probably like quadruple majored That's and like didn't like finish his last major. I don't know. <laughs> That's just wild to me, though. He's how there long for was he in one. school? I think six, seven, ten years. I have no idea. He made it in uh, Georgia twice. Uh, I don't know why we're calling him Stetson Bennett. What clearly his name should be Dr. Bennett. <laughs> he didn't graduate, though. Well. But, uh, like, Georgia fans, or not Georgia fans, Nebraska fans, back to this, like, come on, you really thought you were getting this guy. Why the hell would he go to Nebraska, of all places? Yeah, I mean, I just figured them boosters were going to be pushing out just – on real money to get him, and I don't know. Well, like, yeah, Maybe. at the end of the day, you look at Georgia's facilities, you look at Nebraska's, you look at Georgia's weather, you look at Nebraska's, you look at their campus in general, their head coach, fucking go down the list. It's like, why the fuck would you ever go to Nebraska? And, I mean, there the, we go. The, the defense you're going to be a quarterback for, like, you don't have to be that good. You look a lot better. You're going to win yeah. so many games and and put up good numbers – Stetson Bennett put up great numbers. Stetson Bennett was not good unless it was a game he had to win. Literally, Stetson Bennett, like mm-hmm. Logan just said, is a top was a top three Heisman candidate. Was he one of the most talented player quarterbacks? Oh in the fuck! League? I forgot Probably. about that. Probably not. So this kid, just, you just come in and you just got to be solid, and it'll get you a Heisman. He was. Vote, he, or, was he was a trip the, to New York at the Heisman ceremony with C.J. Stroud and Caleb Williams. In that, that, in that, <laughs> well, and, you, and just, and you can go to a school in Georgia who's recruiting guys like Broderick fucking Jones who aren't going to allow a sack against SEC competition for an entire season. I mean, why? Fuck. I mean, or you can go to a rebuilding. Yeah, I I like a new you. new coach and everything. Name name a good quarterback under Matt Rule. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't. Uh, yeah, you can't. Just miss Bryce Young. They wouldn't have got the first pick with Matt Rule, though. Matt Rule, I, he's he's one of my guys. That was a weird signing. All right. Anything else, Joe? That's on, all I had. On NFL? Or, oh, that college football, my bad. Oh, yeah, I have, some, I have some big headlines. Uh, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech – are all potentially leaving the ACC. So they have a deal. Oh, I saw that. They have a deal until 2035 
but I think there's like some loophole where they can break out of it. And um, yeah, so super conferences are kind of still alive. But I mean, obviously, this is all just skeptics right now. I mean, we talked about UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten for fucking months on end. And I mean, I think it went through. I don't fucking know. But yeah, we're getting them. Um, that sucks. The ACC is going to be done. The you're losing. You're going to lose probably the ACC and the Pac-12. There's going to be three conferences. ACC football has never been. And it's kind of funny, right? When the the Big 12 is getting, like, these small schools, like, yeah, Houston, like Houston and all them. And then now the Pac-12 is probably going to fall apart, and so is the ACC. So you probably could have got those schools instead of yeah. <laughs> instead of these little schools. They're going to have to go through. They're like, so the Big 12 is rebuilding. Yeah. They're getting young talent. But there is one <laughs> conference that will always live, and it's the fucking Big East. The Big East will never blow up again. <laughs> no, it won't. The Big East is here to stay. No, we, they don't want anyone to come there. No one wants to leave. Literally, that's what I love. Maybe DePaul like, can leave. They're like, we do not no, want. No, no, DePaul is a big part of the Big East. They, I, that... I love how the Big East is just like, we do not want anybody else. Try to come in here with a football team. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> they have what, two teams? They have UConn Villanova. and Villanova. <laughs> and Villanova is not even a like FCS team. No. FBS. I think... I was... But, Luke, I think they have a deal with UConn where they're like, you have to be fucking miserable at football. Like, you can you can get your money from the football program, but if you're competitive at all, we'll kick you out, motherfucker. I bet you ask a, a thousand random people, I guess, even sports fans. Let's ask a thousand or a hundred sports fans. Let's go Family Feud. <laughs> Does Villanova have a football team? No. I, I don't mean... think... I don't. I think it could be fifty-fifty on who thinks they, who knows they do. Honestly, I think like the Big East should just like do like arena football. No, they should not have football. Wouldn't that be cool? They should not. Own, they should. They should not allow a football on campus. Like no, no football teams. It's like, no, like sex at football. BYU. If you get caught having yeah. sex, you're like done. But like or it's like football, or it's like a weed at Texas A&M. Oh, them fucking hillbillies. Uh, yeah. One more. I have one more. Alex um, got caught. <laughs> I have one more uh, headline. Go. So uh, the Big Ten is considering lifting a rule that makes, like, Big Ten teams schedule games against non-conference Power 5 schools. So I'm assuming this would be because we're expanding and, like, they just would want only Big Ten teams to play against each other all conference or all year, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, I could definitely see it happening and it doesn't really chat my ass too much, but it would just suck not having that Cy Hawk game, and that's, like, the only thing I'd miss. Yeah. And, and playing USC, it. Oregon, Ohio State, and Michigan, and Penn State once every year. Yeah, I can absolutely see that. I just, yeah, it would suck not having that, but you got to, um, yeah, it's going to be such a, like, it was such a big conference. It might might do that with every, all, all these big conferences. It's like you're only playing SEC, only playing Big Ten. Yeah, like when I, fir- Big when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, no way that would happen because, uh, I mean, you can only imagine how much money um, the University of Iowa and Iowa State make from those games. But at the same time, like, you, there's been huge rivalries in other conferences that got blown up. And just recently, like, the one that came back, the backyard brawl versus fucking West Virginia and Pitt, which used to be, like, a huge deal. That got blown up yeah. for, like, 13 years or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have one more thing. Um, 
So Penn State Whiteout is Iowa game. Yep. Um, and people thinking that that's not a big game don't really understand. I think I, Iowa is a very good program. I think the, they have the third best record in the last like five years in the Big Ten. Yeah. Behind Ohio State and Michigan. Penn State. Oh. I think it's no, it's Penn State because Michigan had those years where it was like, oh, okay, two. right, right, right. I think no, maybe it wasn't Michigan. It's probably all three of them. Maybe we were fourth. I think yeah, we might have been fourth. Going into we were fourth, I think. Behind three. Um, anywho, that's a big game. It's we're probably gonna be the top or top two in the West. So obviously you want it to be Ohio State, Michigan, but it's all also for state fans yeah it's a big game but now you have a big game that's a win like a more winnable game too like iowa you can beat iowa more better chance than you can like ohio state michigan but i i just think that's kind of just bitching and i don't think they realize iowa is actually a good very good program and a very good team i think going to be this year very underrated their wide receiver core is actually going to be super underrated i think i Dude, I was I watched a TikTok on it, so obviously it was right. And that wide receiver court, they got Ohio State guy. I know they're actually like good. And we got the Michigan tight end and Laporta, not Laporta, Lachey. Yeah, Lachey. I have a live. Lachey. I have a live report on John Lachey. Morant. Live report on John Morant. Uh, he takes full accountability for his actions. Yeah, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Did he say that already though? Yeah, he said that last time. <laughs> but I think it's a big game. So no, I no, was, all bias aside. I don't think it's always a close. Yeah, Logan Logan can attest to that. That's a big game. Every year, that's a close game, even when Saquon was there. Yep. It's always been a close Should game. Should have beat him. Penn State. Fingertip away. I was an Iowa fan at that point. I just, that's off the cut. If the Big Red Dog was playing in that game, I would be I'd be in that stadium. But I might still. I don't know. I know Deuce wants to, but... um, I don't know if we're going to go to Penn State. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, So, I just have a few more things. Uh, Sauce Gardner's Sports Illustrated cover... Uh, <laughs> Okay, I like out for being like one of the drippiest humans alive to go out and do that. Just come on, dude. He's getting paid to do it, dude. I don't think he cares. That's a really good point. I'll keep this going. Uh, the no, Sauce Gardner is. Did we talk about the thing with him and Jessica Alba yet? Yeah, uh, we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but what a guy yeah jessica alba is like one of them chicks where jessica like you alba think you think of like bad. you think of like chicks who like famous chicks who are hot and like she doesn't really come to mind and then you get reminded of her you're like oh yeah uh yeah <laughs> but how he how he did that Smooth good, criminal. good. That is just awesome. Sauce Gardner. I hate Aaron Rodgers, but Sauce Gardner and Aaron Rodgers is the funniest little duo. It is ever. so funny how much Sauce loves him too. If you look at Sauce, just look at Aaron Rodgers. Two completely different people. Like I but, absolutely love it. Like the way they look into each other's eyes, they look like they're skipping through a field of sunflowers, and it's like sunny out. And you, you get what I'm saying. They're just best yeah, friends. Sauce, Sauce is the man. Six point game. Um. The schedule released. How are you feeling? I mean, we're, I'm kind of on the side of uh, Max from part of my take. Like, you know who you're playing. Why does it matter when you play them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the Steelers, the Steelers end the year like really fucking tough. But um, I mean, it won't matter if we're undefeated anyway. So, I just yeah, 
It's not gonna matter. We're gonna beat anyone, everyone, anyways. Um, I love that we get Packers Week One. That's fun. Beat the brakes off him. Start the yeah, pound him into the ground right away. But one loss. It's the outside of that, there's like you. You said it. We got a hell of a uh, favorable schedule. Besides the Chiefs, at Chiefs. Yeah. So chance. the Steelers. Last year, we had the fourth hardest schedule. The year before that, we had the number one. Um, it's about time we get a favorable schedule. Uh, may I remind you, in the past two years, we were in the playoffs and a tie game away from the playoffs. So uh, this year, full expect see us um, probably with a bye going into the playoffs. And, yeah, so very exciting year. Yeah, I mean, we have, I think, the easiest. You guys have the fourth easiest, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? So, Wait. yeah, let's, I mean, let's get that was right, I think. I thought we were like 18th or like something. I thought, oh, I thought when you sent me it, I thought you guys were four. But I could be completely wrong. That was the fourth hardest from last year. Oh, that was the previous year? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we got very easy, and I love it. I think we're going to have a very good season. Yeah, right. Um, I say that every year. Yeah. <laughs> As we should. All right, then I have two more things. They're just MLB things with it. It should go by quick. Uh, Beast uh-huh. Harper, he comes back and already gets in a fight, even though his wing's all banged up. But, I mean, that's just fucking Bryce Harper, man. Uh, he, leave it all said, out like, on the field. He basically is like, I fucking own you guys. Or you guys fucking suck is what he said. <clears throat> Pretty much to sum it up, he said that you guys are a trash organization. Uh, and then Aaron Judge gave his dugout a little side-eye, little uh, Chetty... Chetty Zin 6'9 side eye. And um, so everybody's like, oh, fucking Yankees are tipping pit. Like, get over it. I mean, Michael Wilbon. Get over it is right. Michael Wilbon had a great take about it. He goes, if you don't think players have been getting tips pitches on almost every team forever, like you're high. And if you're a pitcher tipping pitches, fucking figure it out. And stop doing it. Catchers too. So some, So some of it is like, was he looking back at the catcher? Hand up. I've tried that before. I do it every game. It's really stupid because if you're looking back and they start pitching, you don't know. You know how hard it is to catch it too? Right. That's the thing. So why can't he do that? First you, of all, make your better signs. Was he looking at the catcher? No, I'm saying people do that. Oh. Like they're like sit there and they're like, look, yeah, but you got to look down. He didn't look down. He looked at, he looked at the opposing dugout, I thought. No, he said he was talking shit. Because he said people were talking shit. He wanted to see what no, they were chirping. He, he said that like the, I'm pretty sure he's like his teammates were like, I don't know, like kind of hooting or whatever. And okay. then they're like, then he's like, oh, what are they doing? They were either down six or whatever. But and who cares? Because people were saying something about like that's why he hit so many home runs. Like you think he got tipped every sixty home runs he hit, and then a home run he hit. The home run he hit in that game well, was and even the if, third slider down the middle in a row. Even if he did get tipped on all them fucking home runs, what's the most fun thing in baseball? Fucking dingers. And baseball <laughs> baseball is the, you know, claim the most boring sport out of the big four sports. Well, fuck, I mean, like, juice up them fucking baseballs. Juice up every guy's muscles. Just do it all. Just Fucking put I think they put five guys out in the field. The field. I don't give a shit. Let's you know. I still say it. Legalize steroids. Juice the balls. 
Bring spider tech back. Make Spy- it spider tech back. Because think about this. You're going to be, pitchers are going to be spinning that shit like crazy. You make contact with it. It's gone. It's going to, it's it going to even out. out. It's, a, it's an even balance if everybody can cheat. And people that come at me, oh, people are going to be rotted up and it can be a health concern. That's on them. Don't overdose on steroids. That's on them. Um. Yeah. Back, and also, also the move, move the fences in, but put like targets out in the outfield. And if a home run hits target, Stadium yeah. gets free beer. Double points. You will double sell run. out every game. Oh yeah, double points. Game. I like that. Um, double runs, making it a basket. I had one more thing related to football that I didn't bring up. Uh, Browns, they just got Sedarius Smith for two fifth rounders, a sixth and a seventh. So the Browns officially have zero draft picks for the next 20 years. Um, great. Uh, every time, every single fucking offseason, the Browns get like either edge rusher or linebacker that is supposed to be like a Pro Bowl caliber material. Never is. Um, yeah, Zadarius Smith, welcome to the division. Um, I hope you like the taste of Najee Harris's shoulder. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he really loves laying down his shoulder. Um, Zadarius Smith, I don't even think is like that good anymore, is he? Well, that's why he got traded for two fifths, a sixth, and a seventh. But yeah, but the Browns also gave up their first, second, third, and fourth for the next nine years. So, um, yeah, the Browns are just gonna keep reloading with. Old guys who used to be fucking awesome and Yeah, it's terrible. Um I have one last thing. Super Mario football. Oh my god. It's coming. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that gonna be awesome? I've already said you ever that play I... Super Mario Slugger Super Slugger? They yeah, and it's, it's the best game ever. It's so fun. The best baseball game ever. Any Mario sport, like Mario game is just uh oh. You saw, you saw Mario Kart's. Oh shit! I already gave it away. I was gonna say Mario's take on NASCAR, but what? Well, you said you saw Mario's like baseball game. I'm like, you see Mario's oh, yeah. NASCAR game. LeBron, like literally, LeBron. it's the best. Like the, Mario's is gonna beat. They're gonna take over Madden, take over college football. Honest, that's, NCAA, not, that's not hard. NCAA to do. 24. Take over Madden is not hard to do. Madden is. A roster update. LeBron needs to stop thinking. <laughs> there's thirty. Okay, there's there's thirty seconds left in this game, and Lakers are down three. Jokic to the rim, misses, fouled. LeBron pulled a three. Going to the foul. Seconds left in the yeah, space. it's called um two for one. <laughs> Joe, are you watching this game or no? No. I can I can give you a play by play. We want to give our listeners a play by play. Uh, one sec, cause I'll just kind of end the episode. Um. Or should we keep it going? I don't know. What do you say? Three seconds left. There's 30 seconds left, and Jokic uh, is at the line. Yeah, that'd too. be too much digging around. That would be a, that would be probably five minutes. Oh yeah, every Unless every English teacher I've ever had that has turned on a March Madness game. Oh my god, why is the last minute of the game take an hour? It's like because it's fucking madness. <laughs> it's like people suck need, it up, and it's like people take time and relax a bit she doesn't have to fucking watch it like grade your damn papers lady like that's <laughs> like a classic like uh just like old take like an old man take too but it's mostly girls i will say women I can, I can. oh the last is it takes an hour well they always got somewhere to go they always got somewhere to go <laughs> that's not nearly important as a 
fucking round of 32 game and <laughs> and they're just oh my god it's taking forever well there's a <laughs> saying called a timeout there's a saying called following and when the game is down to the wire i mean you gotta, they're trying to win like the best, yeah. the best yeah. man take is nba everything rigged it's rigged nba is rigged oh yeah they want the spurs back they gave him the first pick. If NBA is rigged, Lakers Celtics championship, and they're going to be like, maybe we should have Jordan be the greatest of all times. So we're going to have the Celtics win. That's what they're going to do. Whatever. All oh, one thing about going back to the NBA playoffs is I love when this happens. It's a scenario where you're always going to get you're going to get something. Nuggets get over the hump. Jokic wins a championship. Well, that happens. LeBron gets his six. Fifth. Fifth. Um, Tatum and like Celtics finally win one. That's that'll be cool. And then maybe Jimmy Butler gets one. Spolster gets another one. And they're an eight seed. Lakers are a seven. There's something gonna happen that's gonna be a storyline, which is awesome. It's not gonna be another Cavs Warriors, like, oh, big deal, big whoop. Even last year's like a Warriors one again. That was pretty cool though. Yeah, that was nice. I like when the sports do happen like that. I really do. When there's a story behind them winning. who the who the Warriors beat in their last finals? Um, Heat. No, no. Someone beat the Heat. <clears throat> oh, Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Aren't they the team that won like eleven titles before like the eighties? Yeah. Oh. So the, literally, they don't count. Um. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Anthony Edwards is going to France to work out with Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Hope he don't get COVID. <laughs> That's going to be a duo next year. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Yeah, what about like, Sus Cat, though? And it'll be 20. Not Zesty Sus Cat. Zesty Cat. Um, <laughs> God, I have like a few more um, headlines that I brought that I oh, brought to the table. Going? Yeah, I mean, if we want to. Um, Go. We're waiting to the game. Yeah, while we're done, waiting. Dennis Rodman's son committed to USC to pair up with Bronny. It's pretty. Oh sick. yeah, I had that. I literally had that on my list. I forgot to say it. Um, I have no idea how good he is, but he averaged nine point six, five point eight, and one. He well, I was just gonna say what's his rebound, Washington but State. probably elite probably defender. Probably good. Yeah, I mean, he was at Washington State. He probably works really hard in hustles. Um. Pat McAfee show. They are now playing after first take every day live on ESPN. Um, apparently, the only thing they're not allowed to say is fuck. Like everything else, they're pretty good to go. Um, yeah, I mean, I just can't wait till that's when the locker room guys will be after skipping Shannon, and it'll be awesome. Just gotta find an ex football player, basketball player. Uh, you're looking at him. Uh, and then Matt Ryan. He got a deal with CBS. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan gives me Jason Witten vibes in the booth. Like, hey, fucking waking up. You're boring the shit out of everybody. Maybe a little dungy in him. I feel like Matt Ryan doesn't have, a, like, an ounce of personality in his body. Uh, he did get the nickname Matty Ice, which is fucking awesome. But if he didn't have that nickname, you'd just be like, well, that's just the most normal human on planet Earth. Yeah, I mean, I... That's gonna be boring. That's, that's gonna MVP, be a terrible that's an MVP right there, guys. That's gonna be terrible. Like Fox, MVP 
Fox at least whipped out their cock, and they're like, yeah, we got Brady for 10 years, 375 mil, one up that. And they're like, ah, we'll be the Indianapolis Colts here and sign. um, That's the most outrageous contract because, like, what if he sucks at it? Yeah, but it's it's Tom Brady. It's like if it was LeBron. People are going to watch. It's just because it's like, and they're going to listen to it. Nuggets win. Barely. Barely won. No, Celtics was eight. Was this one six? Five, I think. Five. It went up yeah. to six, I think. Goddamn. Well, do you have one more, Joe, or no? Nope, that was it. All right, we're good. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, take her easy. Take it hard. This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a playmaker and a shot controller. In case you didn't know, I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win games. I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, 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 he, all he does is unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Okay, on Sunday. Unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. Run pass option. I think that's my game. I guarantee you that! I'm no John Elway. He's rewriting the book. Week in and week out. He's a unique football player. That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a follow. Playmaker. Shut your He's a gamer. He's a follow. Playmaker. Shut your Unleash Tim Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more game. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.